Today's show is sponsored by Ryanair. That'll be £3.50. Hello, you're listening to The Technical Difficulties. I'm Tom Scott. Joining me in the studio today, please welcome Built for Leisure, not for speed, it's Gary Brannan. Like a speedboat, only less wet. He reads books, you know. <laughs> At he certain reads... times of the day. <laughs> <laughs> he reads books, you know. It's Chris Joel. Exactly as wet as two speedboats. And finally, it's the bounciest man on uh, on the internet, Matt Gray. I'm driving the speedboat. <laughs> well, that's just a little bit worrying. The way the show works is very... Are you driving Gary? Oh, that's... <laughs> that, where, oh, right, let's explore the space on this one. Where are you sat? On the hull. Not the poop deck. <laughs> <laughs> the way the show works is very simple. In front of me, I have a classic deck of trivia question cards. And when I say classic, I mean they're from 1984. I'm going to read out some answers, and whoever gets closest to the question gets a point and a ding. And you want to know what happens under the desk to us when we get a ding? Also, I have a bonus prize for particularly good answers, which is... Mystery Biscuits! Oh, yeah. yeah. So, if everybody's ready to go, your first answer is... The shootest. The shootest. The shootest. Is there a type of bird called a shoot? Ooh. This is a Chris Joel ornithology question. Yes. When I say ornith, you say ologist. Ornith. Ologist. Ornith. Ologist. Is there a bird called a shoot? No. Oh. Everybody go home, the answer's been given. <laughs> no, it's nothing to do with birds. Wait, so it isn't someone that's um, against that kind of bird then, is it? No. No. It's not someone who's shortest being pronounced by a Canadian, is it? <laughs> No, no, the east, it, it's not anyone being biased against anything. Uh, the sh- the is it an American word? Like they say winningest. <laughs> so they must say the shootest. Does anyone actually say winningest? Yeah, I heard yeah, it. I was watching yeah. Super Bowl the other week. It's so wow, horror. He is the winningest player on this team. The winningest. <laughs> the be- that's almost as good Yardage. As- they say yardage. Yardage. The word's distance for f's sake. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one for winningest is best. Yes. <laughs> If it's not acceptable, I'd even gone with bestest, ironically, but winningest. You've invented a whole new word to take your own... T- d- doesn't even fill a gap where there is no word. Uh, it's shootest with I-S-T on the end, I will tell you that. Is it a film? Yes, it is. JFK. Uh, no. Close. <laughs> um, took me a second to get that. Quick, Sorry. think of other airports. Um, <laughs> Shopline and International. <laughs> so I nearly thought I had to bleep the name you were saying. Yeah. <laughs> Amsterdam <laughs> Paul Airport. <laughs> I've That's been what it... there. <laughs> that sounds like someone from Sheffield asking his mate Paul if the airport was any good. <laughs> uh, specifically, this is someone's last movie. Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. Gene... Why Gene Wilder? Gene, Gene, Gene Hackman. <laughs> no. They're both alive, aren't they? Yes. <laughs> well, the careers aren't. And I saw him in a film recently. It's just the first oh, person I've seen. I'm going to pitch in with someone like Richard Pryor. Uh, no, still still the wrong area. Richard we're looking... Bryers. We're looking for He's still alive. the wrong area. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking for someone who's who's known for shooting things. George W. Bush. Oh, John Wayne. Exactly right. Hey. Uh, yeah, and I'm also giving um. Mystery biscuits. Oh yeah. Just for, for the phrase. <laughs> Paul Airport. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, congratulations. Uh, John Wayne's last movie was indeed The Shootist. Do you know which, anything about it? Uh, no, I haven't done any research at all. Next question then, uh, well, next answer then, Viscount Slim. Who is the brother of Viscount Fat? <laughs> <laughs> what is the classiest cigarette you can buy? <laughs> <laughs> I'd have a packet of it. Viscount Slim. Viscount Slim. Yes. Yes. Oh. 
Viscount. No, it's, it's not uh, Eminem's noble cousin either. Yes, um, I'm the Viscount. I'm the real Viscount. <laughs> if you're the real Viscount, then please sit down and have a brandy. Tell <laughs> 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 I'm a Viscount. I'm not on a rap record. I'm just speaking in rhythm. Rhythm and tune. It's called iambic pentameter. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Which was a brave opening to an album. <laughs> <laughs> It was a direct response to an <laughs> A smackdown in Iambic Pentameter. <laughs> well, he did it in the House of Lords, no wonder. <laughs> I say, he's got to making a point in a rather new style, isn't he? Prime Minister's question's done as a rap battle. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it already fixed, I motion to the floor. <laughs> you do, and you oh, clean it up yourself. Me- <laughs> Messy. Did I hear the phrase Iambic Smackdown a minute ago? Yes. New WWE Iambic Smackdown. <laughs> Pay-per-view. Literally, they're viewing a piece of paper. Pay-per-view. Price, one guinea. <laughs> uh, Viscount Slim, am I getting some kind of Second World War reference here? You're getting a war reference. Viscount Slim. Yeah, see, this is where my knowledge of history uh, doesn't do so well. One of ye wars or... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's definitely a V. It's definitely right. a V. Um, Viscount Slim, it, Viscount it's Slim. who commanded the 14th Army in Burma, which I think is a bit of a specific, <laughs> specific <laughs> question, really. Apparently that, that was common knowledge in 1984. Yeah, still apparently. relevant in 84. <laughs> Your next answer, frozen food. That's the answer. What's the question that gives what you... What can you get, Iceland? Sadness. Volcanic <laughs> eruptions. And ripped off. Yes, you really can. Iceland, Ooh, yes. Iceland is a really expensive country. I thought you were going to say the supermarket, and I was about to agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> Frozen food. Um, yeah. What's in most students' fridges? In fairness. Fridges? Or freezers. Probably a better place for it, really, isn't it? Um, what's Clarence Birdseye famous for? Oh! Absolutely right. On the nose. Good God. I never realised this. Captain Birdseye was actually based on Clarence Birdseye. In other parts of the world, Captain Birdseye is known as Captain Igloo. Bring me my contraption, Eglo. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, here, here's a top t- uh, Captain Birdseye fact for you. Apparently, in 1993, he was named in a poll as the most recognisable c- captain on the planet after Captain Cook. I thought you were going to say after Captain Planet, then. Well, <laughs> <laughs> 93, you'd be right, wouldn't you, really? The most recognisable captain on the planet is Captain Birdseye, really? <laughs> I'm just surprised uh, that Captain Cook comes above... Captain Planet. Or Kirk. I wonder who they surveyed for that. People who'd been outside. International Captain Recognition Society. Uh, the ICRC. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's what you... That's why they like Captain... <laughs> You'd think Captain Oates would have done quite well with them, but... Uh... That's what you get if you sit down in a bird's eye factory. All these and more are on my new album, Ask Gags for the Family. <laughs> Next up, then, a filly. What does Captain Bird's Eye ask for at the bar? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a filly of fish, surely. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) That's tickled, Gary. I don't know why. It's not. The quality hasn't tickled me. Quite the reverse, to be honest. (laughs) It's almost like someone has opened a fridge and, like, I don't know, some mouldy old cheese has just bounced out across the floor. And I kind of, I cannot believe we still had that in the repertoire. You know? That is the longest setup for an insult we've had on this show so far. What is a colloquial name for a lady horse? Absolutely yeah. right, yeah. I think it's just that Gary bothers to get the correct answer in before anyone else does. Your next one is Rabat. <laughs> what do you find in a hutch? <laughs> what do you find in a hooch, surely? Yeah, yeah what, what does Viscount Slim find in a hutch? <laughs> a rabbit. How do you misspell robot? We're all with the misspelling gags here. No, we're looking for the capital of Morocco. Moving on then. <laughs> Well, at least one of us would have heard of it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, the largest city is, is Casablanca. 
So that might be one. It might be a bit of a Canberra situation where it is actually the capital, uh, and no one realises. Your next answer then, Finchley. How do I summon my butler? <laughs> Finchley. <laughs> Finchley. Weirdly, how does Viscount Slim summon his butler? <laughs> <laughs> he, he does it rather Finchley. <laughs> I think what we're finding here is that Matt is in fact Viscount Slim in disguise. Mellow. Finchley. Robert Finchley. <laughs> bring me my Doncaster whiskey. <laughs> Name oh. the constituency that Margaret Thatcher was first elected to. I'm going to technically allow that. It is it is quite oh. simply what constituency does Margaret Thatcher represent in Parliament? <laughs> <laughs> when you say represent, do you mean she represent or represent? Represent. <laughs> in it, lad. Did that exist in 1984? It did when she started it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming I... here to represent for I... the people of Finchley. I realise that asking that question to four white guys around the table in the <laughs> north is probably not the best constituency to ask that to. But... Could we open a door and summon youth? Your next answer, then. Oak. The Mary Rose. What? Do you want to explain that? <laughs> Maybe it was made of oak. <laughs> it's, it's obscure, but no, that's... That, it, and it is a fairly obscure question no, about oak. Uh, so it was, it was not a bad guess, but utterly... What's the surname of the professor in Pokemon? 1984. <laughs> Pokemon might have been around for ages. Yeah, it may have came out here in the mid-late 90s, but over there, it, it could have been there since the war. You can keep digging if you want, but... <laughs> OK, I will. Oh, and it could have even been there from the 1600s. Uh, if I recall my trivia properly, I think Pokemon oh, got translated oh, on the way over here and they changed the professor's names and they mean something different in Japanese. Ladies, if you're interested, there's two men having a trivia off over the corner of the desk from me. It's getting quite intense. In any other situation, it'd be a little bit like women in love in a minute, and they'd just strip off and wrestle on a carpet so you had the name of the professor in Pokemon. That is possibly the most disturbing image we've come up with so far. You are. Yeah, you think that, I'm living it. Right there behind my eyes. That's why I can't believe. Hands blink. above the desk. Only your hands above the desk. <laughs> Everything else below it. In a poll in What Oak magazine, what wood was came out <laughs> top in there? Uh, no, we're looking for something that oak is used for. Tables, um, legs, aeroplanes, <laughs> legs. submarines. Sorry, sorry, hold on, hold on. <laughs> There's a prosthesis joke in there somewhere. <laughs> That's right, we're at the prosthesis gag section. <laughs> the bit you bought. Um, other things you can use a hard wood for. Doors. <laughs> hey, hey, you said hardwood. <laughs> Doors, cars, sandwiches. <laughs> Mm, Prime crunchy. Ministers. <laughs> Kidderminster. Just, just John Major, please. <laughs> Kidderminster. <laughs> it's handcrafted. <laughs> Clocks. The sky. Ireland. <laughs> okay, now you're just naming things. Things made of wood, specifically fairly round things. David Dickinson's face. Legs. <laughs> In 1984. <laughs> Circular things made of wood. Yeah, well, mostly cylindrical. Maybe bulge a bit. <laughs> oh, uh, whiskey. Barrels. Very close. Beer barrels. Uh, still close. Barrels. I'll give him it. Yeah, I'll give you that. Wine barrels, uh, used to age Bordeaux, are made of, uh, of wood. Of, of wood. Oak, <laughs> of oak wood, sorry. I'm made of wood. <laughs> <laughs> and that, over there, that's made of metal. <laughs> Coming later, Tom Scott identifies basic materials. <laughs> Badly. Your next one, three feet. What is the height of Ronnie Corbett? No. Nope. When he's wearing heels. Is it the the legal height for um, midgetry or something like that? Midgetry. Like midgetry. It's, it's like it's a hobby. That's not, <laughs> firstly, that's not a word. Secondly, I'm fairly sure there's a less offensive term for that. And thirdly, no. Kenny Baker, professional midgetrist. <laughs> midgetry. What goes on up there? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I mean, it started 
as well. Someone who works Why with them. Why do I let my mouth take control? <laughs> Someone who works with them. They're midgetologists. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to get it right because you started with what is the legal height for? Is legal or regulation height for? I thought, he's going to get it. He's going to get it. Oh. oh. In football terms, that's you through on goal. I'm not even putting it over the bar, just stopping. <laughs> it's not football, but it is something close. Clothes horses. No, something sporting. A legal requirement <laughs> on the height of a clothes horse. Have you never been to a race course and seen clothes horse racing? <laughs> Yeah, we're crap. <laughs> Threw open the gates, the buggers just stood there, <laughs> drying things wantonly, <laughs> steaming quietly when the radiator came on. Um, in height, what's the height of a wicket in cricket? Good guess. Still not the right sport. Ah, oh, come on, Chris. I don't know. Don't look at me. Well, you had you had your thinking face on. Yeah, that means I'm thinking. Not you, that I know the answer. You are, you are missing a fairly obvious ball game here. <laughs> Rugby. No. What would be three Football. feet? No. Smaller balls. Oh, I know what it, now I know what it is. Go yeah. for it. Go on. Oh, no, it's more fun to watch them suffer. Go for it, Chris. Put, oh, put tennis. It. Yes, it's a regulation oh! of a tennis net. You play a tennis! That's the one sport that I watch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, next time you go to the tennis, whoever you're sat next to, you can go, nudge. Three feet, that is. <laughs> and they'll turn around, I know! Because they get the yardstick out and bloody <laughs> test it. Your next answer, then. Richard Harris. Oh, there's an obvious mm. answer, but it can't be right, because I can't get it out of my head. It's not MacArthur Park. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go, then. No, it's he played Dumbledore, which is technically a yeah. correct <laughs> answer, <laughs> but in 1984... <laughs> Dumbledore hadn't even been dored then at all. No, it's, it's nothing to do with MacArthur Park, Dumbledore, or uh, Donna Summer. Why so. MacArthur Park? He sang it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it was he that left the cake out in the rain. What a sh- Donna Summer did the disco version of it, but uh, it was Richard Harris who did it first, I think. Is this the same Richard Harris or a different one? The very same. No, what? You're kidding Wikipedia. me. You'll hear some frantic typing now. He's not actually typing Richard Harris. Well, actually, I've typed Richard B- Harris. <laughs> uh, Richard St. John Harris. St. John Harris, to be fair. Richard St. John Harris. He, oh, get this. Well, after MacArthur Park, Fill the World with Love. That's a very standard title. Next one, Ballad of a Man Called Horse. <laughs> <laughs> and he gave up the game with the song Lilliput from the film Gulliver's Travel. So maybe I had a bit of a Dennis Waterman thing going on of, you know, right, you know, starring the film, singing mm-hmm. the song. I'm just going to pause the show here to, to ask an important question. Chris, have you farted again? No, afraid not. Who did a, it? It's a general maft, I feel. A general what? <laughs> a general maft. Hello, I am general maft. This um, is my friend Viscount Slim. <laughs> is that some kind of combination of man waft or something like that? I, I don't know what the exact derivation is. All I know is it comes from the borough. Oh. <laughs> on strong southerly wind. <laughs> is, is this like my mum saying snided out, which no one else has heard of? I've never heard Snided that. out. I would, I'd use the word snided. The place is going to be snided out. It's going to be filled with people. Yeah. Oh, oh I assumed as a method of excreting. I'm no, just no. going to snide one out. <laughs> oh. did, yeah, did you just snide one out? Yeah. <laughs> snide one. I just snided one out there. <laughs> Continue the meeting if you must, but do open a window. Your next answer then, Snoopy. What was the answer to Richard Harris? Oh, sorry, uh, who played the title role in the film A Man Called Horse? Oh! <laughs> no! <laughs> I forgot we were still doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I actually forgot the entire format of the show, though. Just Effectively, quite... I didn't just kind of miss the answer. I walked past the answer, <laughs> winked at it, clapped it on the back and said, well done, and walked off. <laughs> I hadn't actually bothered to read that side of the card. I think Wikipedia gets a point. Yes. Well done, the interweb! Next answer, then, 
Snoopy. How do I look when I am snooping? <laughs> or your average sun reporter? Oh! Topical. topical, topical. I've got hundreds because I love Charles Schultz, but... Go for it! Best friend is Woodstock. What's the name of the beagle in Peanuts? What's Charlie Brown's dog called? It is referencing another Peanuts character. Right. Lucy is the most direct antagonist. Nope. Ah, Spike. Cousin Spike. (laughs) In Needles. I'm giving you that, yes. Which Peanuts character has a brother called Spike? Oh, is it brother called Spike? I've actually been to Needles, believe it or not. It's it's not just one cactus in a doghouse. Is it not? No, it's it's two cacti. You just spoiled my entire childhood there. Oh, (laughs) wow. All of it. Every bit? Every last damn bit. Even Jurassic Park. You Nobody wants Jurassic Park spoiling. To be fair, I thought Jurassic Park 3 did a very good job of that. (laughs) (laughs) Your next question then, or your next answer, Toronto. Where have I not been? Chris Joel, he's been everywhere. Except except Toronto. Toronto. (laughs) Name of somewhere in Canada that starts with T. Canada's (laughs) biggest city. Yeah, I'll have that largest city in uh, in Canada is indeed Toronto. Well done, Matt Gray. Yay! Uh, Last question then, 46. What is the optimum number of whores? (laughs) In 20 minutes (laughs) Alright team, you have 46 halls and 20 minutes Your time starts It's an automatic (laughs) lock-in It's an automatic cock-in You try doing it while Richard O'Brien's playing a harmonica outside the door (laughs) Mumsy Quickly team (laughs) We'll have a skill game next that's right, she's wearing a bra, and it's dark. Uh, there sees the face of oh, so many men who've never tried to take a bra from the dark. I've tried to take a bra from the dark. Use your left hand, it's easier. I've never had any <laughs> issues whatsoever taking no. off a woman's it's bra. It's designed to be taken off with a woman's right hand, so if you use your left hand, it kind of just works. Gary is now contorting himself to try and imagine that. I haven't got the dexterity in that hand. I thought you were going to say, I haven't got my bra on today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you, you're not going to get it. it. It's how old is Andy Cap? Then, <laughs> Gary, I think you've uh, you've managed to win this show, so congratulations. Uh, you win a make-your-own Jackson Pollock painting kit. It's a big two-by-four and a couple of cans of cheap emulsion. Excellent so, news. Uh, available from all local hardware stores. Uh, on that note, thank you very much to... Hello. That's Chris. Goodbye. That's Gary. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's Mike Gray. Thank you very much for listening. That has been The Technical Difficulties for this week. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Hooray. That, that, ladies and gentlemen, is the sound of Gary Brannan mysteriously <laughs> falling off his chair while looking at the the eye that is fine. Fla- that is flashing. You, if you knocked your glasses off in that fall, I've actually just re- resurrected from underneath the desk, looking a bit like Arthur Lowe when he came up confused in Dad's army. Army knees. It's a really hard floor in here. How? I don't know. These things just happen. Made a burp come out now.